Welcome to the Collins Hill Football Podcast. I'm your host, John Miller, with head coach Drew Swick. Coach Swick, welcome back. This is our third podcast of the year, correct? Yes, or, sir. Or is this four? Is this three or four? This is three. Number three. We're happy to have you back. I uh, want to go over a quick recap of the game uh, against Cedar Grove. Unfortunately, the Collins Hill Eagles were not victorious in Ellenwood, Georgia. Uh, they fought hard. Uh, unfortunately, weren't able to pr- produce enough points, uh, and the defense got a little bit tired there in the uh, second half, allowing a couple of scores. And the final was 37-26. Coach, you had about 300 yards of offense. Um, what uh, what happened uh, when we got into the red zone? We uh, we kind of stalled out in the red zone this past week. Um, you know, we talk about this week. Our motto is uh, make our weaknesses our strengths, and uh, you know, given everything you got. You know, we we talked about kids. You know, we asked them, I mean, stand up if you want to win a state championship. They all stand up. You know, and it's like, well, if you really want to do that, go that extra mile this week and let's make those things right and let's let's turn this thing around. You know, you can't go the the red zone four times and only come out with three points. You know, the defense got a, uh, a safety. Should have had two, actually, but um, came up short in the one. And, uh, you know, when you get down there, you got to score. And if you can score like that, you know, you could it could have been fourteen nothing, could have been fourteen six, whatever. But uh, you got to get the the ball in the end zone, and we just weren't able to do that. You know, versus Cedar Grove. You know, in the first half, your defense really played a stellar game. Um, they were all over that quarterback number one and their running back number zero. Her two really special players for Cedar Grove. Um, talk a little bit about your defense uh, and how well that they played for I would say almost three quarters of the entire game. Yeah, defensively, our guys are, you know, they're they're a band of brothers, and you can see that on the field. They hold each other accountable at practice. Same thing in the weight room and, and pretty much everything. But, you know, for us, we, we're preaching, you know, we can't have a great first half and then come out and give up two scores late in the end. You know, we had a bunch of dumb mistakes that, you know, we, we gave up a quarterback, you know, sprint out or, or scramble. You know, we were able to – he was able to bounce and get big-time yards. Or you look at the running back, really good player as well. You know, one missed tackle caused us two touchdowns. And, you know, we, we look back at that. There's a lot of missed tackles that led to extra yardage and extra touchdowns. And it, those are all fixable mistakes. And that's the other thing that we're looking at, too, you know, talking with our kids. You just got to gotta watch film. You got to fix mistakes. And you got to want to be great. You know, want to be good at everything you do. And, and if you do that, then everything will fall in place. And right now we're just kind of a, we're a little bit away. You know, we're missing like one piece or, you know, we're missing a couple things, you know, that that aren't going our way. You know, you look at the calls. We didn't get every call, but we can't sit there and cry about them. we got to continue to fight on and push and and uh, not worry about the play before. Look at, you know, look forward to the next play coming up. So the tough week of uh, practice is pretty much over after Wednesday. All the pads are pretty much taken off. We're going to try to get the kids healthy, ready for Friday night's game against Sandy Creek. How have you seen the kids respond after the tough loss at Cedar Grove? You know, starting on Monday, how did Monday look? How Tuesday look? And how was Wednesday today? So, you know, again, after a loss, you got to have a clear mind. You know, for me, 24 hours, you know, and I'm, I'm good. You know, it's on to, to, on to the next opponent. Same thing with our coach staff. Our kids got to get over that as well. You know, and coming in on Monday, you always got a hard, hard practice on Monday. It's going to be a little bit longer, but, you know, Talking with the boys, we have gone a lot longer this past, you know, this week. So, you know, had a longer Wednesday, longer Tuesday, longer Monday. Had some bad weather yesterday, but we were able to kind of get out there and we did ones on ones. You know, we did scout offense versus first team defense and then vice versa. But, you know, that's always the highest, you know, competition. You look at JV in ninth grade, we had a scrimmage with them as well. But, um, you know, for, for us, 
we're, we're focused on the mission again, focused on the task. We know what that is. We know we got to win at home. We know we got to defend the hill. And, and if we can get everybody to actually believe that, then we're going to be very, very good this year. So the mission this week is to play against state champion, the defending state champion, Sandy Creek. It's in 4A, right, Coach? Yes. So they're coming to the hill. What's special about Sandy Creek? What do they do well that we have to work and that we have to be aware of on that uh, defensive and offensive side of the ball? So they uh, they run a 3-3 stack, you know, kind of different from what a lot of people run. You know, we run a 4-2-5 is what I would classify us as, a 4-3, you know, 3-4. We can move to a lot of stuff based on uh, personnel. But 3-3 stack, you know, that's been created to stop the uh, the spread offense. And then, you know, what can prick that is, you know, um, the uh, wing T stuff. So – we got to be really good up front. We got to have great communication. You know, you look, look at Cam Daniels over here to my left. You know, we've been challenging him to be more vocal. He's a leader and he doesn't really know that yet, but guys look up to him. He does all the right things. And um, if we can get guys like that to kind of step up and start leading, a lot of people will start following those young men. And uh, it's going to take a lot up front because it's something different that we don't see all the time. But, uh, you know, we, we pride ourselves on running the football and. And then setting up the pass, and then you look at their offense. They got they got dudes everywhere, just like uh, Cedar Grove, number seven. You know, he's a young guy, but he's a dual threat kid, and he can you know he can throw it you know 40, 45 yards, and then he can scramble and make a play out of nothing. And the running back's a big kind, big type back as well, just like zero and one were you know against Cedar Grove, but uh, very similar to what we've seen you know defensively. So you know we're ready. We fixed our mistakes offensively is going to be something new that we haven't seen in a while and that we don't normally see. So, you know, both sides of the ball, kickoff, we've got to fix that. We've got to go down and make tackles. We put new dudes out there. We challenge the guys, and, uh, you know, our kids are ready. Awesome. Thanks, Coach, for your time. We're going to bring you back here at the end, uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to bring up uh, one of our seniors, senior wide receiver, Chase Nash. Chase, come on down to the podcast. Chase is a three-year starter for the Consulate Eagles. He's been a guest on the podcast before, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yes, so this is this is your this is your final season at Collins Hill High School. What uh what's driving you to try and take this team to the next level? Because you've been on the mountaintop before in 2021 when you were a sophomore. Right. You contributed a lot to that 2021 state championship team. I think you had like seven hundred something yards of offense. You had about five to seven touchdowns, I believe. Yes, um, and you were you were kind of the third, fourth option for uh, Sam Horn. Yeah. Um, you know that year. What what is your mentality going into this year as a senior, where you know, after this year, you're you're not putting those that winged helmet on anymore. Um. Honestly, I just take advantage and, like, don't take nothing for granted. Like, the opportunities that coaches and my teammates, like, they believe in me. And, like, Coach Swick, ever since he got the new job, he just bought in with me and bought in with the rest of the team. So, I know I'm never going to have a um, group of these guys, like, to bond with and, like, have that brotherhood that we have, like, that family that we have. So, I like, I got these boys with everything. So, like, it means a lot to, like, have that wings on my helmet and, like, Eagles across my jersey like I've been playing with the Eagles since a little kid so it means a lot do you think that this is the team that can compete with the best in 7a and challenge for a state championship no doubt no doubt like we can like we done took losses we done t- we, we won but like the thing about us like we get punched in the mouth but we know we can take a punch and throw another punch like I've seen this type of team before like 2020 I was part of that team but I was only a freshman but I bought in and, like, looked up to the older people, and they taught me how to respond and shake back when we took a L. 
And what's your message to your teammates going into Sandy Creek? What do you want them to know that Chase Nash is going to do for them? I'm gonna give him my all. I'm gonna give him my all. Like I'm gonna put my body on the line. I'm gonna do everything it takes to get a win. Like you don't lose at home. That's just mandatory. Like we might have a homecoming maybe as a distraction, but I look at it as like more energy that the fans gonna bring to us. Like even at the home field advantage. Absolutely. Well, Chase, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, we're gonna bring up junior offensive tackle, the blind side, Mr. Cam Daniels. Cam, come on down. Welcome to the podcast. Cam, how many times have you been on the podcast? Is this your first time? Yes, sir. This is your first time joining the podcast. So you are playing left tackle at Collins Hill High School. This is your second year starting, correct? Yes, sir. You are a junior. What's it like playing in the trenches in 7A football uh, in the state of Georgia? How tough is it? It's a lot of hard and athletic uh, delamin up in in the state of Georgia. And I just try my best to, uh, to hold it down. Well, you see a lot of really great defensive linemen at practice with Deuce Geralds, Cottrell Webb. Um, Oh, Igberry's coming at you. Like even, even, even their backup, Zion Jones. You know, Quinton. Um, you know, all those guys are giving you great looks. Does that help you out on Fridays when you're going up against a guy who's a consensus All American and like Deuce Gerald's? Uh, yes, sir. Because uh, most of the time, the D line be going against is not as good as a uh, Deuce or a uh, Contrell, and uh, it really helps. Absolutely. What what what's your point of pride in being an offensive lineman? What what do you walk into the game saying, I'm gonna do this really well today? I wanna protect the quarterback, protect my running back, and score a touchdown. How excited do you get when that offense puts it in the end zone? Are you more like running off to the sideline saying, Oh my god, I'm tired, I wanna go sit down for a little bit, or are you running into the end zone to celebrate with your guys? I'm running to the end zone. Absolutely. And go celebrate. Absolutely. Well, want to thank you for your time, Cam. Up next, senior cornerback Charles Goodman. Charles, come on down to the podcast. Charles, welcome to the podcast. Is this your first time being on? Yeah, it is my first time. How uh, how does that uh, how does it feel being on the podcast? Some new, just exciting. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So you're kind of a guy who, who's who's a little bit maybe a unknown to a lot of Eagle Nation. You are a senior this year. Yeah. You are a cornerback, extremely talented. You're you're a real cerebral player where you understand the coverages quite well, and you're one of those guys that they can plug in pretty much at any position. You can play boundary cornerback. You play field cornerback. You can play both safety spots. Where do you feel like you fit in on this defensive side of the ball? As of right now, and to help the team the most, I'd probably say probably as a safety because – with my hand being injured, I can just come down and hit with like my pads instead of being at corner, maybe having to jam people with my hands and trying to grab people. It's, it's a little harder at corner. I can understand that. Where do you see your game being utilized more efficiently? Are you more of a cover guy? Can you fill the hole on the run? Because let's be real honest, you're about, what, 165 pounds right now? Yeah. So are you more of a guy that can get, that can drop back and, and and cover their you know best guy on top of the the cornerback or are you guys are you do you do you think you can fill the hole? I feel as though it's 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 good for me to be at like a good a safety to come down and guard the slot or I could move out to corner because I am a very good um, cover guy. So I say I say covering is my best strong suit. And what's your message to Eagle Nation as we uh, head into the game Friday against Sandy Creek? Uh, just be there. We're going we gonna to turn up. We're going 
we're going we're gonna to do something serious, and we're going to surprise a lot of people. Awesome. Well, we want to thank you for your time, Charles. Up next, bringing in L.J. Lewis. L.J. is a junior outside linebacker. Uh, he is one of our big-time scout team players. He also plays on the JV squad. L.J. is known for his great smile. He is also a ferocious tackler uh, who does not take it easy on our offense. LJ, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, what's your mentality going into practice when you know you're probably not going to be starting on Friday? You're going to get your playing time in on Thursday. What What do you go into the week saying, hey, listen, I'm going to do this great to make my team better? I try to make sure I make myself a better, a better player in the week, and I try to make sure I make my team better, give my starter offense a good look. Are you always preparing yourself to step in on a Friday night in case anything happens to one of the outside backers? Yes, I am. Are you confident that when you get that opportunity that you're going to be able to run with it and, and, and keep that spot? When I get my opportunity, I'm not letting it down. Good for you, LJ. Um, you guys are playing, who is it? Who are y'all playing tomorrow on Thursday? Uh, Brookwood. We're playing Brookwood tomorrow. We got Sandy Creek. What's your message to you know those people who want to come out and see you guys play at the Hill tomorrow Thursday? Uh, it's gonna be a great game to watch. I'm gonna have fun. And what about the game on Friday? Game on Friday, we're gonna go out there and get the win. I love it. Thank you for your confidence, LJ. Up next, we're gonna bring in uh, running uh, running back, Mr. Cam Jones. He was a guest on our podcast last week. This game, he had I think 13 rushes. 136 yards on the ground. Correct. You averaged like 10 yards a carry. You had an 80-yard touchdown that was electric. Yes, sir. It was a huge play that I think put us up in the third quarter, late in the third quarter, 26-24, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. What did it feel like when you broke outside? Because our offense, just let's be real honest, our offense struggled a little bit on Friday. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking to yourself when you just see green grass in front of you? I mean, when I see green grass in front of me, it's like, Okay, like, I know nobody can catch me because of my speed, so when they see green grass, I see green grass, and I don't see nobody catching me. So you've played significant minutes in two games, yes, the sir. Brookwood game and the Cedar Grove game. You have two touchdowns. Yes, sir. You're on pace to average, you know, nine touchdowns a year, and you're probably on pace, if you keep this up, 1,000-plus yards. Yes, sir, it will come. What do you have? Do you have any message to college recruiters out there that are looking for a running back? Just trust me. Just trust and believe me. Watch my game. I'm one of a kind, so just trust me. And you are a junior, correct? Yes, sir. You're a junior, so you got another year of eligibility, along with Jakari Thomas, who yes, is sir. also a junior. So are we turning into a running football team? Oh, yes, sir. Me and both will go for 1,000 this year. Oh, that's awesome. What are you doing special for your offensive linemen? Like I said last podcast, I got in Chick-fil-A last week. So I don't know. It depends on what, what they do. I know they'll do good this week, so. What they do is whatever they want to do. This well, you week. got him Chick Fil A. You ran for 130 yards. Yes, sir. I think we I think we need to do something bigger. Maybe some Louis Vuitton bags. Uh, I don't know about that. You don't know about that? Nah, okay. Well, Cam, that. I want to thank you for your time. Yes, Good luck you. on Friday. And yes, message sir. to Eagle Nation. We coming. Love it. We're coming. Love it. Up next, our special teams player of the week. He was a guest last week. This week, he went three for three on field goals. Perfect on PATs. Did a good job on kickoff duties and had another tackle. Sophomore yeah. kicker, Philip Bonacci. Philip, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So, Philip, once again, you're on the podcast. You were perfect on all field goals. I think your furthest was what, 37, 38 yards? 39 yards. 39-yard field goal. You hit it from the left hash, and it was pretty flush. You you smoked that thing right through. Yeah. When you're, when you're lining up, 
trying to kick this field goal. What's going on in your mind? Well, really, I just got to keep my breathing under control because it's all about routine with kicking. You just got to do the same thing over and over, and you'll hit your A ball every time. And on kickoffs, we were doing a lot of different looks. We were doing some sky kicks. We're doing some deep kicks. We're doing some funky stuff, some squib kicks even, just to try and limit their ability to return the ball. When, when you're going into that, because that's a completely different kicking set, where are you looking for? Are you trying to identify a guy in particular? Hey, I'm going to kick it at this guy. This is the guy I want to kick at. He looks a little bit nervous. Yeah, so basically they ask me which side I prefer, and they also tell me which guy to kick it to or to not kick it to. And it's really all about it. And squib was a weird one thrown at me. I didn't really practice it a lot, so it was iffy that night. Well, I thought you did a, decent, a pretty good job. You know, they uh, they did get some decent returns on us. That's a lot more of the cover guys yeah. than your than your job. But hey, listen, you put points on the board when you were called up. When your number was called, you stepped up. You put it through the uprights. You put us in the best position to try and win, doing what you do. So, I want to thank you for that. Your message to Eagle Nation as we go against Sandy Creek. Um, just to have faith in us. Have faith. Yep. You got to have faith, man. And we're gonna deliver. Philip, want to thank you for your time. Up next. Junior? Senior? What are we, a senior? Junior wide receiver, Elijah Patillo, our deep threat. Come on down and grab a seat on the podcast. How are you doing, Elijah? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Excellent. You were you were Hair on Fire Award against Brookwood, right? Yes, sir. This week we're bringing you in. We just want to have a conversation with you, ask you a few questions. Um, what's the message to the offense during this week of practice after a rough game against Cedar Grove? Um, it's all about consistency. Like uh, During Cedar Grove, we had lack of consistency, like, we was we was doing good, but then we went back to our old ways and starting off slow. We offense got to always start off fast and win games. Absolutely. Um, how was this week of practice for the offense? I know Monday was a little bit. We we were doing more mental stuff, yes, installing sir. a lot new, a lot of new plays. Tuesday, it looks like you guys kind of turned the fire up on the defense and won that day. Well, really, we needed the hard coach for Coach Swift. That's why we thank him every day. But like when when the coaches get on us hard. We feel like we do, we're not doing our job. So then when we're not doing our job, we go crazy. When, when, we make, when they make us feel like we're not doing our job, we show them what we can do. Um, and then today was more uh, Situation. situational, yes, put us in good spots. How did today go um, compared to, to how the rest of the week went? Uh, today is just more like, uh, like I say, situation like third and second and three and stuff like that, plays that we can run so we get used to it like on Friday because it's going to be a second and three. It's going to be a, a third and long. So we get used to plays like that, used to running, timing down and stuff like that. What, uh, what's your message to Eagle Nation as the deep threat in the Collins Hill offense? Well, come, going into this game, it's personal. Like, it's, it's real, real personal because I feel like, it's, to me, it's real disrespectful for Sandy Creek to come in our house and think they're going to win. Got nothing but respect for that type of answer. So it's personal. I love it. Make it everything personal. Love it. Thank you for your time, Mr. Patillo. Uh, we're going to bring back uh, head coach Appreciate Drew it. Swick. We're going to go ahead and bring him back to the podcast and close this thing out. Um, coach, we've got uh, Sandy Creek rolling in. It's homecoming. Um, your message to Eagle Nation as we head – into uh, what is this game? What is this game five? Game four? Game four? Game Where four? You been at, Miller? Game four? Get with the program. I lost count. My goodness, I'm I'm so dehydrated right now for practice today. First off, before we get to that, what is the message you have for Eagle Nation tonight? Well, my message to all of our football players is uh, get your butts in the bed before ten thirty. 
Make sure your homework's done. Eat your vegetables. Listen to your parents. Get your butt up by 6.30. Get to school on time. And then uh, everything's going to take care, pretty much take care of itself. The hay's in the barn at this point. Hold on. Let me get some help here. Hey. Hey. What's the most important thing about tonight? Well, Coach Swick, you, you did not do that as well as I did. Um, I actually say it a little bit differently. Let's go ahead and try this. Hey, Eagles. What's the most important part about tonight's sleep? Yeah, sorry, Coach. You're not really good at that. That's more my thing. You totally <laughs> forgot me at that at practice today. Yeah, my fault. Yeah. That's I okay. Told you I got you tonight. Coach, you were you were doing your thing. You were taking care of those kids, giving them a little message that they absolutely had to hear. Um, so we're not going to go into that because that's more private. That's more team type stuff. But Yeah, so, you know, for Eagle Nation, this is uh, the first time we've been at home for a real game. You know, everybody showed up at NorCobb. We asked that you come out, support these young men. They're working extremely hard in the classroom, on the field. Um, and again, you know, we ain't playing no tough and no, no, you know, slack schedule. We're playing the toughest teams in, in the state right now, and uh, we're right there. So, you know, we ask that you be with us. We ask that you uh, you come out, you be loud, you know, you, you wear your eagle eagle stuff proud, and 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 love your community, and love your school, and love your team. Um, but, you know, for us, we're we're excited to have Sandy Creek come in because Smiley's doing a great job over there. Um, his players are playing, you know, lights out. They're averaging like 168 points. And then they're only giving up like fifty something, so it's it's something you know crazy. But we're up for the challenge. We played tough teams, you know. We got great players too, and uh, we believe in what we got, and you know we're ready to go show the world what we have and put it all together this week at home. Well, coach, I can speak for Eagle Nation. We're excited to see the Eagles back at home at Faring Field, seven thirty. At Collins Hill High School, it is a digital day, so make sure you get some sleep, rest up. Bring those pom-poms, be loud and be proud. Eagle Nation, we want to thank you for your time, and don't forget, it's a great day to be an Eagle. Go Eagles.